Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. This is the show all about podcasting, from starting your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray from thepodcasthost.com, joined by Matthew as always. How are you doing, Matthew? Very well, thanks. Are you joined by me or is this an AI version of me that you've programmed? Because well, I've actually been that fired. That is the question. That is the question. Yeah. Fired all the staff and we've now got AI versions of every one of them. It's nice and cheap. Good my, way to run a company. My productivity is through the roof now that I'm a robot as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're continuing our series, Matthew, aren't we, on uh, on future podcasting. Last time around, we talked about drones and how you can use video from drones. We talked about video in general, too. So if you're interested in either the use of drones in podcasting or video in podcasting, pop back and listen to the previous episode uh, on drones. But this time we're going into AI. Um, what was it that sort of prompted this in you, Matthew? Uh, was it the huge amounts of chat on all sorts of socials? The fact that you can't escape G- chat GPT and its friends anywhere these days? Yeah, it's, a, it's such a huge topic, isn't it? Um, <laughs> you mentioned social again. I feel like I say this on every episode, wouldn't know anything about that. But uh, no, I, I read a lot and I listen to a lot. I follow a lot of industry stuff and it's, uh, it's everywhere at the moment. Um, yeah. And I think like... You know, disruptive topics like this, it divides opinion. There's, um, on one hand, you've got uh, a lot of fear and panic and uh, anger. And on the other hand, you know, yeah. you've you've maybe got like um, complete optimism and, uh, well, drives to make loads of money, I suppose. Uh, and then yeah. somewhere in the middle, I think there's, a, there's an area to find some balance and reason and look at this as, you know, there are opportunities in certain areas and there are other cases where, we know rationally that this this stuff could never fully replace all that we do. So it'd be good to, to yeah. dig into that in this episode. I think absolutely. I think we ran our um, IndiePod Summit yesterday, um, which was great. So much fun, actually. We had so many more people turn up than we expected, so much more engagement. So it was brilliant. But my uh, talk at the start was um, I did a keynote, which was around uh, sharing some of our census data. Uh, report coming out in March, by the way, if you're out there listening, you're interested in seeing that. Um, but uh, the trends as well. And one of them, I had to mention AI, just with all of the chat around it. But my kind of feeling on it is simply that it's going to be hugely disruptive. Like this stuff is just bonkers what it can do. There is no doubt that jobs will be lost, that humans will be replaced by some elements of what this can do. But I think as podcasters, the podcasting industry, we're almost the least likely or the last in the queue to be replaced by AI because, you know, podcasting, the power of podcasting is really the human behind it. It's the personality, the transparency, the, you know, the real kind of feelings and emotions and all that that come behind the podcast. That is the power of podcasting above even blogging, video, all of those things. Like I think podcasting is the last place that will be negatively disrupted by AI but I think actually we can have huge benefit from it. There's so many things that I think we can use to plug some of the skill gaps that we come in and have as podcasters or even some of the issues, like the the biggest problems. Like that was one of the things that came out in the census. Like one of the biggest struggles people have is show notes. So text, text stuff that goes along with your podcast. And we'll talk a bit about how that can be um, potentially helped by things like ChatGPT, eh, Matthew? Yeah, that's right. And ChatGPT, I mean, that's... Uh that's a more recent discovery for me you know going back the last couple of months the first like 
the first major sort of AI based story I, I remember in podcasting was that uh, Joe Rogan, Steve Jobs thing. And I'm talking about the AI oh, yeah. as in, you know, the, the AI of the last six months sort of thing. Um, yeah. I know you could look back to um, audio cleanup stuff and that, and that's kind of AI in its own way. But I think that's a kind of different uh, topic altogether, isn't it? But this, this Joe Rogan, yeah. Steve Jobs episode. Uh, just in case anyone's not aware of it, I believe it was fully scripted by AI and then it was fully voiced by AI, certainly, obviously, for Jobs because he's, he's pan-bred, isn't he? So um, it was like a 20-odd minute episode and yeah. uh, it sounded scarily realistic. I mean, there, there are certain points in it where you know it's not real, but like, yeah. have you have you heard it, Colin? I haven't listened to it, actually. No, I should go and listen, though. Uh, yeah, I, I just... I think that's the fear, isn't it? That we're going to be flooded by legions of podcasts that are just entirely AI generated. Mm -hmm. But there's so many podcasts out there that are like quite robotic. <laughs> like as hu some human presenters, when we're first learning, when we're early stage, it can be a bit um, robotic and it takes you a wee while to find your voice. And podcasts always kick in when people do that. They find their voice. They find the, the real things that connect with their audience. And AI is never going to be able to do that. I don't, I don't believe. Mm -hmm. That is my belief, especially in podcasting. Like a short thing, like YouTube, potentially, it might be able to do that, like be able to sustain it for two, three, five, ten minutes without giving away the fact that it's fake. Writing, certainly, might be taken over a little bit more, but it's talking for half an hour or an hour and being able to really connect with your audience. I just, I think we're a long way away from that, if, um, if ever. So that's why I'm not too afraid of it. If that makes sense, <laughs> what do you think, Matthew? Is that naive? No, no. I I think that there's a legitimate concern there that um, the the podcast directories and stuff could be flooded with this stuff, and you yeah. might find yeah. yourself hypothetically in the future looking for a, a new show to listen to, and yep. you know you're you're downloading loads of shows, and most of them you're like, is this AI? Is it not? And that's a problem <laughs> because you're not concentrating then on the topic. You're trying to determine if it's yeah. actually a real podcast or not. So I suppose yeah, like yeah. for us as podcasters, all we could control is our responsibility for our own show. So it's it's just that kick up the arse to, to make sure that, um, you know, we're not just relying on people finding us through search and directories, but we're also uh, marketing our shows in other ways and, and building audience yeah. engagement as well. So it's, it's probably a call to arms to podcasters just to, again, you're in control of your, your content and your destiny to, to be quite grandiose yeah. about it. So um, indeed. Indeed. a robot will only control replace you if, you if you let them. If you let it. <laughs> and the control we have is that it can help us as podcasters. I do believe that. Like, there's tons of stuff we've used it for, haven't we, Matthew, recently? And I think there's a lot more we will use it for that enhances our podcast and supports our podcast and helps us grow our audience and all sorts of other stuff. So, yeah, let's let's get into that then. Do you want to jump in first? We're going to talk about um, text primarily here, aren't we? Chat GPT mm -hmm. in particular. But there's loads of other things you can do, like like you've already mentioned, the voice generation stuff. Like, I mean, you could have like an announcer that works with you and supports you. That's one way you can do it. What other kind of things are there as well? It, we're not going to go into these deeply, but did you say Lindsay's working on a, a roundup here for, for the future? Yeah, so there's there's lots of AI tools popping up at the moment, as you would expect, um, all in varying degrees of like... Uh, 
quality and like you know how quickly they've they've came to market or how quickly yeah. they've been pushed out there. But yeah, she's putting a roundup together, and the idea with this roundup is that we'll just add to it over time because there's only going to be yeah. more of these tools coming about. So. Um, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes to that roundup because it'll be ready by the time this episode goes out. Yeah, that's really cool. It's things like uh, artwork, like artwork. You can get artwork created by AI or like a full media kit or something like that. It's just loads of these other elements that you can get built through these tools that we otherwise couldn't afford. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. And it, okay, again, like, we, I, sorry, go on. It's, I just wanted to clarify this as well. It's a massive rabbit hole and it was, it's probably subject for a whole other discussion, but there's all the, and I had a great discussion with Lindsay about this, like privately, because we have kind of different perspectives on AI and the creative industries. And Lindsay very much is quite defensive of humans i'm not saying i'm not but i think i'm maybe just a bit more like you know i know that i could control what i could control and what i can't i can't sort of thing and uh, we had a good discussion about this and i just wanted to get her opinions on it and that and we were talking about things like artwork and you know that would have made a good podcast episode to be honest Mm, um but one of my key arguments and i'm not going to try and replicate the whole discussion here but i was saying that generally folk that pay for stuff pay for it and i'm talking about you know, decent money that people make livings off. Uh, and your folks who get stuff for free get stuff for free anyway. So maybe I'm being super naive there, but I don't think loads of artists are suddenly going to be out of work because folks that are doing really good quality work for, for you know, decent amounts of money for high quality paying clients, I think they're not just going to switch to using AI now, uh, these clients. So, uh, yeah, just a, a wee insight into that. If, if the listeners are interested, yeah. get in touch and I'll get Lindsay on and we'll have that conversation again on air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'll get more stick than cool. she will, I could assure you that. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's jump into how you can use AI to your advantage with a podcast. Uh, before we jump in, I'm just going to mention Alitu as well. Of course, that's the product we run, which is our podcast maker tool. Um, it has a bit of AI built in, to be fair. We've got um, the audio processing in particular is machine learning generated. So if you chuck in your recordings, uh, whether they're uploaded from elsewhere or whether you do a call recording right inside Alitu, you can do that like we're doing just now, Matthew, record your call right inside Alitu. Either way, those recordings get processed. They get leveled out. They get um, made to sound great, polished up, noise reduction, hiss reduction, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then there's by the other side into the editor directly so that you get it all cleaned up, all polished, so that when you're editing, it all sounds great. Um, and of course, Alitu can do your editing. Um, it helps you with your editing as well in terms of offers up a podcast-specific editor, uh, which you can then build your episode. The other things we do for it as well in terms of AI are adding music. So the music's added automatically. Transitions are added automatically. So going from the music into the voice, and then uh, processing it all and adding in your ID3 tags, all the metadata. So there's quite a few things automated through a bit of machine uh, assistance in there. So on the theme of AI. And of course, we've got hosting in there now as well, as well these days. So it's an all-in-one platform to make your podcast from recording to editing to publishing. If you want to go and try it out, go over to alitu.com. That's A-L-I-T-U.com. You can get a seven-day free trial and create a first episode. All right, let's get into the content, Matthew. So how can we use AI to our advantage? What's uh, what's your first one? Yeah, well, shout out to an article on the site by Katie. You'll find it at thepodcasthost.com slash AI. So that's a 
pretty much a written version of this episode so you could dig into everything there and see the examples and stuff like that that Katie's put together. Um, the first thing I actually wanted to, to mention was um, script creation because, mm-hmm. well, first of all, like um, Katie, when she put this article together, had actually asked ChatGPT, uh, you know, what is what is AI in podcasting? And it answered, in the context of podcasting, artificial intelligence refers to the use of computer algorithms and machine learning techniques to automate certain tasks or processes relating to creating, distributing, or analyzing podcasts. It's a bit wordy, that, isn't it? And and, <laughs> and this exactly is supposed pity. to replace us, Colin. But, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might replace an academic, some university lecturer. Yeah, imagine that <laughs> was a, your uh, normal chat on the podcast. Yeah, but that's exactly it. Yeah, it's like you can make it do things in certain styles. So to be fair to ChatGPT, it is smarter than that. You can say like, write a friendly, simple explanation of AI that would be um, fine for a seven-year-old. And it probably could make a much more summarized version. So yeah, it's cool though. It's cool to see that being able to come out. Yes, it's definitely, it's mainly to do with the the prompts and the input, isn't it? Because further down here, uh, one of the other things I wanted to look at was Katie had asked it to write a script for a podcast about UFO sightings in Scotland. And it's written <laughs> this script, which is cool. Um, but I mean, what you've got here is like the announcer and then the host, you've got the host dialogue and then you've got the guest dialogue and the host dialogue. So obviously you're not going to use this because if you've got a guest on, you wouldn't be sending them a script saying, by the way, here here are the things <laughs> that you'll be saying. So uh, yeah. that you would obviously need to to prompt it to do a script for a monologue show, a solo show, yeah. unless you're doing a fiction podcast and you wanted uh, some dialogue. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously, Maybe. it's quite cool to see this, but it's totally not usable. Yeah, maybe we should uh, read that out at the end, Matthew, and you could put uh, a little bit of um, music behind it or something so people can hear it. We'll yeah. see. We might, we might tag that on the end of the episode. We'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, it, so let's get the, the list of stuff that I think you can use it to really help you with. I think the biggest one really is to start with, you know, this was something that came out in the census data yesterday too, actually, Matthew, a lot of this is tying in. One of the things that were one of the biggest struggles for podcasters was coming up with episode ideas. It was topic ideation, like just coming up with what am I going to talk about on the next episode? And that's something that ChatGPT can really help with, can't it? Exactly. Yeah. So again, like, the art is in the prompt, so like you might, or, or I might, and I have done this, go into ChatGPT and just say, give me five uh, topics about podcasting. And they're obviously things you've thought of before or covered, but like you then hone in a little. So you're like, give me uh, topics about podcasting, give me unconventional topics about podcasting, or even better, you know, give me topics about podcasting for people who have just started but are really struggling to, to get a foothold in yeah. the medium. So you, the more you yeah. give it, the more um, nuanced the, the output's going to be, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the more specific you get, for sure. And you can say things like, you know, what are the questions that people ask first uh, when they're trying to choose their podcasting gear? Or what are the questions people ask when they are trying to learn how to edit? And it'll come up with a bunch of things around that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's uh, even more so probably with like wider topics. Like if you run just a general business podcast or something like that, you're like, what's uh, the sort of trends these days in business that we can talk about today? And it'll come up with a whole ton of ideas. So, yeah, I think that's a really big one. Like just being able to you know, come up with what the current current trends are. This is the thing, one of the things I'm discovering, Matthew, that 
playing around with it. One of the things that it's really, really good at, it might not be really good at pretending to be a human, although it's getting better, but it, it is really good at summarizing what humans say. Um, like, have you tried chucking a transcript in yet from one of our podcasts? Uh, I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. And uh, I asked it to write show notes and it totally misunderstood. Uh, so it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't great. But again, uh, I'm sure there'd be ways around it. It's all about the prompts. Yeah, totally. Well, it worked well for me. Like I chucked in, I, I wouldn't, because we're still on the kind of free beta versions and stuff. So there's limits. So I couldn't put in a whole half hour transcript, but I put in a transcript, I put in maybe a thousand words, maybe a five minute section. Um, and it summarized that really, really well. So Chop um, popped it in and it just wrote me like a couple of paragraphs that summarized everything that we were talking about. Um, so that is like, that's the next one. So it's show notes. Um, that come along with your podcast, like being able to actually, like this is the other issue that people always have, like the biggest question, how do I create show notes that don't take hours to make? You know, because we're we're talkers, we're not writers, but there's so many benefits to having really good written content that goes alongside your podcast, whether it's the discoverability, like the SEO benefits of having a an article that summarizes this topic. Um, you know, that makes you so much more discoverable because people are going to Google and typing in a question and then suddenly your podcast episode show notes could show up quite legitimately in text search. And what happens then? People see it, they get a bit of value, they see a player there, they press play, and then they're suddenly sucked into your podcast and become subscribers of the show. Uh, But it works for listeners that you already have as well in terms of generating loyalty and engagement. Because if you have really good show notes, people listen to your episode. You can say, go and visit our show notes to, you know, look over the, the, the summary of this. If you want to revisit the content, if you want to see some tasks based on it, and you can get AI or chat GPT type tools to create those summaries, those tasks. Let's say, what are the next steps you would recommend people take based on this chat that we just had? And it actually comes out with that. It, like it'll tell you um, what they think, what chat GPT thinks this a summary is of what you should do next. It's bonkers. Yeah. And I think it's the worth, worthwhile caveat as well, that all this stuff should be used as frameworks or drafts, but you should never really just be getting the output and copying and pasting it into WordPress and hitting mm. publish. Like yeah. you've yeah. got to, you know, you've got to put your own spin on it. You've got to put your own you words know, in there stamp. and yeah. you definitely need to, to fact check it too. Cause I mean, one of the things that you can definitely use it for is like your top level research, you know, it'll give you, it'll give you a lot of good uh, facts or figures or research with the right inputs, but it's also, um, it's capable of just making stuff up and it does like if you <laughs> ask something in a certain way i mean in the in the article uh, that katie's done there uh, it's been asked tell me about the was it a massive dinosaur shaped custard cream factory in glasgow as far as i know this thing doesn't exist but the ai just runs with it and says yeah it's um, in fact what does it say what does it say let's read it out yeah um, go and tell us so <laughs> <I'm> curious <laughs> Tell me about the huge dinosaur-shaped custard cream factory in Glasgow. The huge dinosaur-shaped custard cream factory in Glasgow is a popular attraction in the city. The dinosaur is made from steel and is over 24 metres tall, making it one of the tallest structures in the city. Inside the dinosaur is a factory which produces custard creams in a variety of flavours. Visitors could get a tour of the factory and learn about the production process as well as taste the custard creams the factory is a popular attraction for both tourists and locals 
and it's a great way to learn about the production of a traditional British biscuit. So that sounds convincing, <laughs> doesn't it? I'm, I'm booked up to go for a tour. Well, the, o- the only reason I'm not convinced by that is that I know that custard creams don't come in all sorts of flavours. They're just custard. Yeah. Unless, That's the only unfeasible part of that. Unless you consider the bourbon a custard cream, but it's not, is it? It's yeah. not. So no, it's a bourbon. Yeah. So again, th- th- this points to the fact that um, you need to check it. Like you can't, you can't take yeah. anything that says at face value. I've done one before yeah. again. I was experimenting. I was like, uh, tell me about uh, the best uh, Scottish podcasts about podcasting. Because I was like, well, will it yeah. mention podcraft? And it come up with all these ones. And I was like, I've never heard any of these. And I Googled them all. And uh, none of them exist. But it was really convincing the roundup that, you know, went into oh, detail. Really? This is the yeah. host. This is what they cover. Yeah. So I said to ChatGPT, like, none of these are real podcasts. And it said, I apologize. I was uh, giving you an example of what these podcasts might be like. But, uh, you know, oh, these no. aren't real. <laughs> so I think it kind of mocks you a lot as well. So. <laughs> yeah. So so maybe that's part of the prompting as well is like, tell me... Um, uh, you know, a set, give me a roundup of real podcasts that actually exist, <laughs> which cover blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're right, though. It's like, it's quite, that's, I think that's the thing everyone's wrestling with just now, isn't it? It's like, how, how much do we trust it? Uh, how, where's it drawn its data from? Because it could be drawn its data from fiction. Like, it could mm-hmm. be crawling the, the web and finding fiction and thinking that, like, there is an actual place called Mordor and there's an actual guy called Sauron that has a big, flaming eye in the sky because it's written about so much (laughs) but yeah that's that's like yeah there's a there's a lot of problematic bits but yeah i mean i think you're right like top level research like you're 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 researching a topic the same way you would type it into google and start reading articles you can just type that into chat gpt and start making some notes but you always want to double check like you would with a google search like you find a website and it tells you something you want to go and find a couple of other sources that confirm it to make sure that you know it's correct so i think it is a great start and it gives you tons of good data but you're always going to want to do your own diligence um and yeah you're absolutely right like if you're if you're creating show notes you want to write your own wee intro that's human and you and your voice and stuff but then the kind of rest of the summary could be chat gpt generated um and save you a lot of time getting that kind of i think it's a way of getting past that blank page Mm -hmm. isn't it Mm -hmm. like how terrifying is that blank page when you start writing or start planning or whatever it's just a way to get some of those prompts in there that gives you a wee step forward isn't it yeah because i mean almost all podcasters are not writers um they're not coming to podcasting because they want to write so show notes are a necessary part of podcasting and if if that's another barrier that can be smoothed off by AI, then it's it's a good thing. Yeah. But it, it should, like we're saying, it should be used in the right way. This is a draft. Yeah. It's not it's not creating the finished piece for you, and it never should be. Yeah. An example of that is the part you mentioned already, Matthew, something we're uh, both, neither of us are very good at, is uh, social media. Uh, like chat GPT can be really good for giving you prompts for that as well. Like say, paste in, what, paste in a few a few hundred words from your transcription um, and say, um, give me two or three tweets that summarize the content in this section. Uh, and it will. It'll give you a few ideas. And you can say, write it in a humorous way or write it in a serious way or write it in a way that's, you know, got gravity or something. So you can start to tailor it. And you'll still need to change it a little bit to be in your voice. But again, it's getting past that blank page and giving you a wee bit of a head start when you're creating this stuff. 
yeah, the social posts, I've, I've heard examples of people like you're saying, Colin, they'll, they'll just paste the blog post in and say, write me a tweet. And uh, I've heard mm. that it's very good. Uh, the unfortunate part mm. of that is that you then go on Twitter and use Twitter and interact with people <laughs> who use Twitter. Um, what about uh, guest idea generation, Colin? We've had tools that do this over the years, uh, yeah, various different yeah. tools, but do you think the AI yeah. is a vi- viable uh, option for this? Yeah, I love this one actually. This is a really good one in that you can use it for a few different in a few different ways. Like you could type in like give me um an idea of 10 podcasts that talk about this topic or 10 podcasts that have talked about this type of thing. And then I'll tell you them all. And then you can look up the hosts and say, oh, these people are obviously experts. Maybe they'd want to do like an interview swap or they'd want to do like a, a co-hosted episode that appears on both of our shows. Could be a great way to get a good guest, and um, also some promotion that way too. But equally, you can do not podcasting. You can say like, who are the top 10 experts or top 20 experts in this field and make it quite specific. Say people who have, you know, if you're quite an academic podcast, you could say people who have PhDs in this or that. Or if you're not, you could say like, tell tell me the top 20 comedians that, uh, that play in the Austin, Texas area. Uh, and it just gives you lists of people, doesn't it? Just find these people for you that you can then try and contact. Yeah. So yeah, I love that. Again, like, how, some of them might not be real, but... well again i think that's just been specific tell me 10 real comedians that currently play in the austin area you know it's i i I think a lot of the problems that have come up so far are just because we're just really early in learning how to coach this thing this tool how to use this tool in a way that achieves our goals um one other aspect of this Colin we've we've dabbled with mm-hmm. this already so uh, we like a wee board game you're into RPG games so we thought we'd have a bit of a laugh and, and uh, try yeah. this out for uh, sort of doing an <laughs> RPG slash fiction experiment didn't we yeah talk, talk about making stuff up <laughs> so we decided to try and make a fiction podcast day like I, I'd been playing with it I think you had as well like just telling it what was the some of the silly stories that you asked it to write Oh God, I was I was putting all sorts in there, you know. Um <laughs> none of which I think I could repeat on this podcast. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say is that well, there's one but yeah, it's, anyway. <laughs> it, it's certainly capable of taking any details and just running with it. Um yeah, and uh, yeah. making up like mental I, stuff. So Yeah. I was trying it with a few things for the kids, like saying tell me a story about uh, a girl, an eight year old girl who um whose brother falls into a portal and she has to go and rescue him in this fantasy land. It's set in a fantasy land that's ruled by um, an evil baddie. Uh, make up what kind of baddie it is and then tell me how the girl rescues her brother. And then it just spits out this big story. Uh, and some of the details are lacking. So it says like, um, so the evil wizard uh, lives in a castle on a mountain. And I say, well, tell me about the evil wizard. What does he look like? Uh, and then it says, oh, the evil wizard is this, this, this. And I'm like, okay, tell me about the uh, the baddie. And they're like, oh, the baddie was a big dragon. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like a dragon. It's a bit cliche. Tell me, can you make it someone else? And it was like, so, okay, so a giant centipede um, defeats the, <laughs> tries to defeat the girl and the boy. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, just it's like you can keep digging in and making more and more detail um, to make a story, which was really cool. So yeah, like what, what was your idea then about the podcast that we've just kind of started making? Because it was similar, but we kind of uh, we put a bit of a spin on it, didn't we? Aye, so we we basically tried to gamify it slightly. So I got it to create like a fantasy environment, like a low fantasy environment, um, and started to ask it, you know, 
put us in a situation what are we what are we facing right now so i think the first thing it came up with we had to fight a an orc or run away from him yeah, but the way we were it. working it was okay let, let's have four different uh, outcomes here uh make it really easy uh you know moderate or difficult or one of them was just let us enter our own custom instruction in so that it would give mm-hmm. us an opportunity to uh, speak to these characters like our own, our own yeah. in our own words and uh, it was pretty cool like I really enjoyed it I think yeah. we did it for about half an hour uh, we ended yeah. up like um, I think we ran away from some orcs and then we ended up uh, falling in a cave and we were in a cave we met yeah. a we met a monster who became our companion and it was like yeah. it was it was really immersive <laughs> like I was getting really into it and uh, yeah. every yeah. time it would um, come up with stuff as well if there was wee bits of inconsistencies you could immediately start questioning it you know you were like uh, you're saying this now but what about this and it was it was coming back and saying oh I'm really sorry I never thought of that but uh, so it would readjust slightly or it would just yeah, it would uh, it, yeah. totally make stuff up remember we kept asking it what, yeah. what else do we have in our bag and I think it was like Mary Poppins yeah. bag in the end um, <laughs> had a full lamp it's a standard in there. fantasy bag so yeah <laughs> yeah it was really cool I really enjoyed it I think there's so much we can do with that um, and that is I think that's a classic I think that's an example of how uh, we're using AI to help humans do something even more um, entertaining or funny or just fun, really. You know, like we're we're not replacing ourselves, but we're using it to make something that we want to do better or more interesting or whatever. So I think that's the kind of thing I'm getting to with this. Like there, there will no doubt be downsides around the whole thing, but I think, but not to do something like that, it's just crazy. It's just so much fun. Uh, and there's so many options as well. I think that's the thing over the next few years as well, that so many, like there's so many creative people in our industry, like people that have created the most amazing things with no kind of outside help. So what can those people do and what can they think of, think of doing with these new tools that just open up all sorts of possibilities? So that's my hope that we'll see some really cool stuff come out over the next couple of years based on this, including our crazy uh, Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. All right, should we tie up with that, Matthew, or have you got anything else to uh, to say? No, no, I think that's all. Uh, like I say, dig cool. out our fiction podcast. Yeah, go and check out. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, um, go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash AI as well for the, for the article that Katie wrote on this and a bunch of examples in there. Uh, and I'll just say as well, again, Alitu, a bit of AI in there. If you want AI to help you with your audio cleanup, noise reduction, leveling, all that kind of stuff, plus adding in your music, your transitions, exporting the files. You don't have to worry about any of the you know, ID3 tags, file formats, any of that caper, and get it all published right from call recording right through to editing and publishing. Then go over to Ala to give it a shot. It's a, um, the easiest podcast maker out there from start to finish. Uh, go to A-L-I... I can't even spell it now. A- I was about to say to A-I. <laughs> it's because it's, it's got an A-I in it. A-L-I-T-U, alitu.com, and you get a seven-day free trial to give it a shot for your first episode. All right. Have we got a plan for the next episode, Matthew? I don't think we have at the moment, do we? Uh, let's pretend we do. There's something really exciting about right. the future that yes. we're going to discuss. Something so very good. Stay, f- very good stay following. Up. Stay tuned. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right. Thanks. Uh, thanks, folks, for listening. Hope you enjoyed a couple of episodes on the future of podcasting. And we'll see you in the future next week. Talk to you then. <laughs> <laughs>